0: Hi everyone, we're going to uh, spend a bit of time looking at the Bible, we're going to look at the Word of God together. Um, I'll just put my uh, uh, stopwatch on so I uh, know I don't run over. So uh, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, today we're going to be uh, looking um, at a passage from Matthew. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 6 um, verses 25 through to 34. So if you've got your Bibles, uh, do turn to them. Um, if you don't, don't worry. I think it's going to come up on the screen uh, Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed um, uh, Kings 1066 online, our, our sort of first attempt at it. I hope you've enjoyed the worship, um, the Oreo eating. I hope uh, some of you kids do better than uh, Isaac and uh, Amy did anyway. They seem to make very heavy weather of eating those biscuits, but I'm sure you've done a lot lot better. Um, you know something, Jesus doesn't want us to be anxious. He doesn't want us to be worried. Uh, We know that because it says so on a number of occasions uh, throughout the Bible. And even at times like this, where it feels a little bit like the very ground that we're standing on is shaking. um, Actually, even then, Jesus doesn't want us to be anxious. I wouldn't have imagined that a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I wouldn't have imagined that loo rolls would have been in such short supply or how much, people were willing to do just to make sure that they had a good supply of them, a stockpile of loo rolls. And what what, what we've seen in the supermarkets has been uh, quite surprising, whether it's our sort of food security and the empty shelves that we see uh, right the way around. Maybe it's the fact that the stock markets have dropped 30% in the last month. The FTSE's is really nosedived in that time as the financial markets have got so worried about everything that's going on. Maybe it's your doctor's surgery that's closed now and the only way you can get to contact with a GP is to make a phone call to ring them. You can't go and see them anymore. Maybe it's the fact that your school is closed. I don't know if there's a big cheer going out across 1066 country at the moment from all, all you youngsters thinking oh brilliant schools are closed for the foreseeable future and maybe a groan from parents at this uh, point in time. Even the fact that we can't meet together as church. I mean, who would have imagined it just a few short weeks ago that on Sunday morning we're not all going to be gathering together at the Hastings Centre or Bexhill College or Coffee Box a bit later on today, but actually we're going to be crowded around our TV screens or our computer screens and doing church in a remote way. I don't think any of us imagined it. And these sorts of things can cause us to fear they can cause us to be anxious and although it is incredibly or, or can be an uncomfortable season for us in many different ways it also is an opportunity for us to see what we're building our lives upon it's an opportunity for us to check the foundations that we're building upon and I must admit for myself in the last few days it has caused me to Uh, worry it's caused me to wonder about stuff at the beginning of the week when Chloe was going off to do our uh, weekly food shop I I wondered quite what Chloe would come back with Um, so it causes us at these times to think am I building on God and his unchangeable nature or actually am I much more reliant on things like food security and stock markets and schools and workplaces than I actually thought that I was So we're going to be looking um, at Matthew 6, 25 through to 34, and we're going to look at just what Jesus says when it comes to anxiety and when it comes to worry. So it says this, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them and you are not and you and you not more of not more value than they and which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to the span of life and why are you anxious about clothing consider the lilies of the field how they how they grow they neither toil nor spin yet i tell you even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. If there's one thing that you take away from this morning, it's this. Jesus doesn't want you to be anxious. He's provided the promises in this passage and in other places in the Bible for us to grab hold of in faith. And we're going to look at these verses in actual fact we're going to look at eight reasons Jesus gives in these verses why we shouldn't be anxious you see the kingdom that we're part of is not a kingdom of fear anxiety or insecurity but it's a kingdom of faith love joy peace it's it's what we're part of it's what Jesus has called us into that we would be a people who are shaped by these characteristics even when we should be anxious we're a people of peace even when there are reasons to fear we're a people of joy John Piper says this if you are born again if you have turned away from sin and are following Jesus as Lord in obedience of faith his will for you this morning is that you will not be anxious about anything, but that you will enjoy a deep serenity and peace and security. That's, that's what we pray for. That's what I'm praying for for you today. So let's have a look at eight reasons not to be anxious from this passage that we've just looked at. The first reason is in verse 25, the very ver- first verse uh, that we read. The first reason is this. Life is more than food and clothing. You know, life is a gift from God. It's more about the food on our table or the clothes on our backs. Food fills our stomachs and it brings a sense of peace. It brings a sense of comfort. Clothes can impact how other people view us. But we know, don't we, life's not found in our possessions or our food. Life's about knowing and glorifying God. It's about giving him our best. Life is eternal. Food and clothing are just temporary. And so although they're important for life and we need them, actually what we're about, who we're about, what's important to us is to know and glorify God. The second reason we're told not to be anxious is this. He says, Jesus says this look at the birds. Verse 26 he says, Look at the birds. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Now, this isn't a lesson on laziness. Birds actually. Are very active aren't they 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 dig around for worms they chase bugs they build nests but Jesus says ultimately it's our heavenly father that feeds the birds he's the one that makes sure that they have food every day it's interesting as well that birds don't anxiously hoard things for the day of God's demise They're not not storing up a whole load of things so that they have food for the next few days. No, no. They wake up morning by morning believing the God who provided for them the day before is the God who's going to provide for them today. And so we can learn lessons from the birds when we look. Yes, they're active. Yes, they go looking for food, but they certainly don't hoard. And we have a capacity for God-honouring faith that birds don't have. God loves it when he sees faith, he responds to our faith. And so as we make decisions today in trust to God, he loves to honour that faith that we express. We ought not to be anxious about tomorrow because the birds have taught us that the God who was counted on and can be trusted today is also the one who can be trusted for tomorrow as well. The third reason we're told by Jesus not to be anxious is, the reality is it just doesn't work. Anxiety doesn't make any difference. Verse 27 says this, and which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to the span of his life? Have you ever met a person who was really, really anxious and you're thinking, well, that's really good because they're going to live for at least another two or three years because of their anxiety? No, no, anxiety is completely unfruitful. It doesn't get us anywhere. In actual fact, the only thing it does is makes us depressed while we're trying to sort out the problems anxiety just doesn't work and so jesus says don't give time to it number four another reason not to be anxious is god delights to provide we see it in verses 28 through to 30 and why are you anxious about clothing consider the lilies of the field, how they grow they never neither toil nor spin yet i tell you not even solomon in all his glory was arrayed like one of these Jesus says, just look at the fields, look at your gardens, look at the wonder of creation, how God loves to clothe creation with, in, in such vibrant ways. He, he doesn't cut back, he, 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 he doesn't cut corners. The God that we know, the God that we love, loves to clothe creation, and how much more will he provide what we need on a day-by-day Basis. If grass of the field that is here today and tomorrow is burned is clothed with such finery, how much more will your Father in heaven provide what you need for today? You are of much more value than the lilies of the field or the grass of the field. God enjoys clothing creation in such a wonderful way and he enjoys clothing you as well number five the fifth reason why we're told not to be anxious is because actually unbelievers those that don't know jesus they are anxious it says for the gentiles seek after all these things anxiety about the things of this world puts us on the same level as those who don't believe in god and yet we're those who know god We trust God, we know his power, we know his might, we know his fatherly care for us and so as we express faith and as we banish anxiety in our lives we show that there is someone greater, we show there's someone to believe in, we show that there is someone who we can trust in. Now I must admit I think I've watched the news more over the last few days than I've watched in the last few months all put together. And it's really important that that we do that to know what's going on and to understand the news and so we can pray for our nation. But, But we mustn't pick up the fear that comes through the news as well. We mustn't pick up the panic that comes through the news as well. Why? Because we have a hope that goes beyond the grave. We are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Now, it's not that we believe that bad things won't happen to us. Some of us are going to get sick over the coming weeks and months. Probably most of us. Some of us will probably lose our jobs over the next few months and face financial hardship. But we have a hope in Jesus that goes beyond these things. We have a hope that gives us strength to endure these things. We have a hope that brings comfort in the midst of these things we have a salvation in Jesus Christ and we know the love of God that will never let us go number six another reason not to be anxious is that it says in verse 32 and your heavenly father knows that you need them all We have a heavenly father who knows exactly what we need even before we ask for it and he will provide. When we express anxiety it shows that we don't think our father in heaven knows what we need or perhaps we don't think that our heavenly father cares about us. Anxiety can show that we are too close to this world and too far from God. Now We All all of us struggle at different times and in different ways. But we find within this passage an invitation to trust. We find in this passage an invitation to go on, on an adventure of faith with our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father knows what we need and will not let us go. And then number seven, the seventh reason why we don't need to be anxious at this time is that God will carry your burdens. It says this in verse 33, but first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you as well. We're told by Jesus to prioritise God's kingdom. And as we do that, God starts to work for us. As we make sure that we give the first and the best to seeing God glorified, and uh, him becoming famous, we are given this amazing promise that as we stop being anxious about ourselves, God will pick up the slack and start being anxious for us. I don't think He is anxious for us, but you know what I mean as I say it. God will carry your burdens. And then, number eight, eighth reason why we don't need to be anxious at this time is because of one day at a time. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. God has appointed to each day its portion of pleasure and its portion of trouble. And God will give you everything you need for today. A number of years ago, when I was much, much younger, no grey hair, um, I spent a year in India. And uh, I can remember when I landed in India, one of the things that I struggled with most of all was homesickness. And in those early days, the thought of surviving 365 days away from home seemed a a massive thing. I didn't know how I was ever going to do it. And I can remember um, someone I very much respected say, don't worry about 365 days, just worry about today. Can God give you everything you need for today? Can he cover your back for the next 24 hours? Can you believe him to get you through this next 24-hour period? Um, What I found was as I took one day at a time, I found God provided all the grace, all the strength and all the support I needed for that day. And after seven days, I found actually, wow, God, you've provided for me for the last week. And after, after 14 days, I could look back and say, wow, well, God, you've not just provided for me for one day, but you provided for me for 14 days. And I wonderful numbers of us in this season, please, please don't worry about tomorrow. Please don't worry about the next seven days or the next 14 days. But, but practice trusting in God for today, just today. Can God provide you the grace you need for today? Can God provide you everything you need for today? Yes, he certainly can. Take one day at a time and as you trust in him, you'll find your faith starting to grow. For some of you, as you're watching this morning, you feel like you've got mountains of anxiety and you're thinking, I do not know how I'm going to overcome them. Well, what we find in this passage here in Matthew are eight different foot and handholds They're they're things we can grab hold of in faith. Eight different reasons and as we grab them we find we may not be able to get over the whole mountain in a day but we can start climbing, we can start trusting God, we can start believing God for his promises and that's what I totally hope and pray you'll be able to do on the back of this morning as we stand together, as we pray, as we seek God. As we support one another, whether it's through WhatsApp messaging or emails or phone calls, we can, anxi- we can see anxiety one chunk at a time taken away as our faith grows and as we trust in God. Today is an opportunity to radically hunt down anxiety that's lurking in our hearts and to kill it. There's an opportunity for us to grab hold of the promises of God. And to believe what God has said for you. Jesus doesn't want you to be anxious today. He's close to you. He comes alongside you. Why don't we just finish by praying and then I'll hand back to Natalie. Father, we thank you for every promise in your word that is trustworthy, reliable and will never let us go. Lord, I thank you right now. You don't want us to be anxious. And I pray, Lord, that we will know the nearness of your presence. Holy Spirit, would you come close to us right now? Even now, would you bring peace into front rooms? Would you bring a sense of confidence and faith into front rooms right now? I pray maybe for one or two of those things that I've spoken about today, those footholds or or handholds of faith that we can grab hold of, Lord, I ask you, you'll make them real in our hearts and lives. We thank you, Lord God, you promised never to leave or forsake us. We put our trust in you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.